Hi, we're just two women living our day-to-day lives, being farm wives, surviving and thriving in this amazing state of Nebraska. Handling the hourly weather changes, wind, and amazing beauty of this great state. We're here to share more on the aspects of agriculture that we see and live every day on our operations. Join us and listen to our adventures as we navigate our new lives of being farm wives in Nebraska. It truly is the good life, but have we mentioned it's not for everyone? Okay, well, we are back and we're just kind of going to recap a little what we've been up to. We uh, both have been super busy yes. and um, lots has happened. This is kind of, for us, a busy time of the year. Um, we have kind of went from drought, we've got storms, we've been through planting, we've sprayed a little. Um, we're kind of done wrapping up calving. Um, we worked pears, got them taken out to pasture. We're currently taking some out to pasture today. Um, We've AI'd. We have um, gotten closer to officially starting up the beef business and everything that goes with that. It has been a whirlwind. And then to throw all of that more in, we are just trying to enjoy the summer and being outside, getting some sunshine. Um, I'm trying to have a social life, um, being <laughs> a good mom, being a good wife. Uh, it's it's crazy. We have been busy. So how about you guys? We have also been busy. I feel like the last few months have literally flown by. I don't know how we're already in June, but that's okay. Um, we planted, um, we made it through bird flu. Uh, so we're feeling pretty safe on the, this side of that, um, warm weather helps with it. Um, so that means loading trucks again for manure. So trucks are coming every single day, loading everything like that. Um, and we're safe to do that now that like all of the bird flu precautions have been taken away. Um, we're building a shop on our property, um, which is hopefully going to be finished today because we like looked back and all of our ordering and stuff, we ordered it on June 2nd of last year. So we are literally a year out, which is insane. Um, but like the shell, most of it, like all of the insulation stuff should be done today. Um, we had to replant a little bit after a freeze here. Um, not really our life event, but Travis's sister is moving to the farm, um, like to their, her husband's family farm. And so they have been like at his parents' house a lot. So we've just been trying to like see our niece and nephew as much as possible, which is super fun. And we get a lot of free dinner out of it, (laughs) but, uh, it's just made our weekdays even busier. Um, and then we've had like wedding, we have weddings coming up this summer and trying to plan when we're going to take trips, if we're going to do that this year, or if we're just going to keep it low key, which is probably the plan. (laughs) Um, hopefully because it's just been crazy. So yeah. And relaxed, but yes, we have also been busy. So that's (laughs) why we're here now. Yes. Seems like summer is always a busy time and it never gets any less busy. I always think it will be, but it doesn't. So yes. Agreed. Anyway, well, today we're just going to kind of dive in. Um, we're going to talk about um, something that has really been happening in the last year and kind of seems fitting that you said with the kind of ordering of your um, shop 
supplies and Mm -hmm. everything um, kind of fits in with the topic today. We're going to talk about rising costs and kind of the inflation, um, more or less, is kind of everything happening. Um, It's a big topic that has been going on, and there's kind of a lot to say, but also just kind of showing how it affects people in agriculture and kind of what, how it affects our farms and our operations. So yeah, um, yeah, let's dive in. Um, kind of just start a little bit. Let's talk about the rising costs of actually producing our crops. Um, mm-hmm. It has really increased um, the actual input costs that we have to put into producing the corn and the beans and even planting it and getting the fields prepped um, for planting it. And so mainly um, a little bit, like I said, it's supply and demand that drives all money forces all the time. Um, We have to prep the fields with fertilizer and then we have to know, you know, are we going to be able to spray this field? Are we going to be able to you know, treat it for fungicide, pesticide, herbicides, anything like that if needed. And so um, that all is kind of taken into effect and we can't get some of them products. So Mm -hmm. we have actually had to use other products that somewhat work that way, but you know, we, you got to swap out and I know we're not the only ones. It's like, hey, this is all that we can get in stock. This is what you have to have. And Mm -hmm. here you go. And then you kind of have to move certain other things around to be able to use that product. And, you know, it's just, it's a chain of events. It's, you know, it's kind of hard. Yeah. What, what are you guys seeing really, you know, on your operation right now? That's tough. Yeah. Um, I think like two main things come to mind for me. Um, one is fuel prices. Um, I think that this is something that Travis and I have always talked about just as he like talks his break even numbers for a year. Uh, he always factors in fuel. Um, like fuel is a huge cost because you're filling up tractors, you're filling up machinery constantly. Um, and so we're seeing these rising fuel prices, um, as they double almost, I mean, it adds up and it adds into your bottom line. So you have to include that in your operation costs because it's something that you're paying for. And typically farmers are paying for it in bulk. So when there's a couple thousand dollar bill coming through, you should be aware of that. Um, and it's going to increase. So I'm just trying to be efficient with that. Uh, And then, yeah, just seed prices, like, also going up, obviously. I mean, it has to go up because everything else is going up, too. So, uh, I mean, just the cost of putting, like, seed in the ground. So, when we had to replant, I mean, you're paying for that seed. So, um, obviously, we don't usually replant. So, of course, it's kind of a double whammy this year. But um, just, again, something to be aware of. Um, and then I'll talk a little bit more later about like manure prices and, and everything like that, just with how it can kind of substitute or what we're seeing like impact wise with manure because of all these other changing costs. Yeah. So touching on the fuel prices, that definitely hits home for us. Um, like today, we're taking two pot loads out to our pastures and that takes, I mean, it takes a hit on the checkbook when you have to write, you know, fill up 
you know, going out, we're 80 miles one way. And so we have had to go out all winter long and we have to check them, feed them daily. Um, Mm -hmm. somebody has to, so that's a pickup. And then, yeah, I mean, we're, we have one more load to take out, but yeah, I mean, we've taken out how many already and, um, you know, yeah, it's, you definitely see that, um, on the cattle side also like corn prices are higher. We buy distillers. Well, that all increases, um, demand supply is, you know, mineral range cubes. Um, everything is going up. So there again, just like you said, when taking into your, you know, account, your break, even that is going up as well. So for us to Mm -hmm. produce one calf, it's, you know, increasing what our break even is. And, um, you know, that, that gets harder, that, that hurts sometimes. Um, so I was going to just bring up like me in my like mind being a crop insurance agent, like, yeah, I just see this. So, um, everything is so high. And so with crop insurance, a lot of the farmers, how some of it can work is you can protect kind of that bottom, like break even input cost. Like you're able, it's a form of being able to protect that. And so that's kind of what we push, you know, for guys of like figuring out what coverage and levels and stuff they want. Um, You know, that's kind of a good way to put it. And right now, you know, if hail, wind, any other type of loss comes and takes out their crop, that's kind of a good protection plan with everything being so high. It's not Mm -hmm. like their money is just literally washing away. it's, it's a way to kind of protect their profit. So yesterday we actually just had a pretty good strip and streak of hail come through. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there again, some of these guys, their beans are going to be done for. And thank goodness we're still in like the replanting timeframe. So, I mean, it's getting pretty late, but if they absolutely have to, they can replant them. Um, like you said, there's, you know, there's another seed cost. Um, it's not cheap trying to find, or, you know, trying to buy that stuff again. And we, um, if you have crop insurance, it covers a little bit, but not enough to really make up for, you know, what you're having to replant Mm -hmm. and everything like that. So that, you know, that takes, that takes a definite toll on them. So, Mm -hmm. Um, on kind of diving in from the input costs, like another thing that is increasing is interest rates. So in like my lifetime, we haven't really seen this like price and cost increase to this extent. Like we have never seen this on the business side in our lifetime or interest and, rates, you mean? Well, I'm just in just the percentage of how fast and how high everything has gone up in cost. You yeah. Know, we really haven't seen that be like this. And mm-hmm. we've had times, but it hasn't been this quick, this fast. It doesn't seem like it just. Right. Um, so with interest rates, those are going up as well. Um, 
that presents more of a taxing problem on the operations um, in order to pay for the costs and still be able to pay those interest rates. So, you know, some interest rates, if you're lucky, you've got them at a fixed rate, but not all of them are set at a fixed rate. And so, you know, with that increasing the amount that you have to pay on your loan just to operate could be increasing and, you know, that's something that takes a toll on everybody as well. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's definitely, it plays a role. Um, For us, it looks like trying to pay off loans that aren't in a fixed rate um, and trying to do that now and quickly before things get even crazier or if they do or then we're hopefully prepared. And if they don't, then we're prepared that way as well. Um, and then trying to like lock in interest rates if possible um, for the future, give us a couple more years with that. Um, so yeah, it really just brings the attention to, again, that bottom line, like the break even number, it's just increasing. So being aware of like these little things that can sneak in and and make big changes in your operation. So Uh, yeah, keep an eye on the interest rates. Yeah. Like how you just mentioned, I mean, not everybody takes as such like a serious look at their break evens. And I think this year more than anything, it's important to, and Mm -hmm. I know, you know, we've looked at it and we've actually earlier in the year, um, we had like a little meeting at work or whatever and had, um, producers come in or able to come in and like, we just went over some stuff and was like, Hey, you know, it's something that you guys want to look at. So yeah, it's definitely something that is kind of eye opening. So kind of getting into, um, a little bit of a demand and supply kind of topic. So for us on ours, um, we, we were through the drought earlier this spring. So Along with the production costs, price going up, um, we have to think a lot about our cattle operation. Mm -hmm. And like I said, earlier this um, winter and spring, we were in a drought. Much of Nebraska was. Much of a lot of the states still are. And we did start getting rain, but it was kind of later after we needed them to really get it going and get it started. So it's kind of something that we've had to look at. Like we haven't until now been able to turn out all of the cows because we have been waiting for it to grow a little more, make sure it gets going um, just so we don't wear it down and um, I can't handle all the cows. Um, There's so many that are having the same problem. And if the grass doesn't start growing, that's something that we have to look at that we might not have enough hay to hay and put it up in bales for us to feed this winter. And so that's always something that we have to look at. And just like everything else, you know, if a lot of Nebraska is in the drought and don't have enough hay, they have enough to feed their cows, but not to hay up and sell, you know, Mm -hmm. there again, we're going to have to go buy it. We're going to have to probably pay a pretty penny for it. Um, just to be able to find it and get some from people. So it's definitely, you know, there's something going on there that it's like, okay, you know, and I know we're not the only ones with that in the back of our mind. So I know you said, um, I mean, this is a very um, good topic 
that on the manure like demand. And so you can talk about that. And I'm so like interested in this because I've heard so much about this and I want to hear your viewpoint. <laughs> yeah, we have a very like different operation. So with you, with the cow and like with cattle and everything, and then us with um, like the manure side of things. So um, obviously like the input costs are rising. Um, so we have seen a huge spike in demand for manure because um, Travis was talking me through it a little bit yesterday. Just all of the like things and inputs within manure are often like what you're buying separately through like a local co-op. Um, so an example would be like nitrogen um, or anhydrous. Previously, the cost of it was like around $400 a ton. Um, and it's increased over to like $1,500 per ton is where I think Travis was saying like our local prices are at. Um, so with that insane like spike, more people are looking for other ways to get nitrogen into their fields. Uh, manure is a great way to do that. So I won't talk through like all the specific numbers. I just had it like broken down for myself, but mm -hmm. um, like we can offer like a, a, almost an equivalent number of tons, like pounds per ton, like in the first year um, as we can like through those like individual inputs. So there's a lot that comes into it. And then obviously like people are reaching out now and saying, Hey, can we lock in the prices of this for the future? Um, it's something we've never done before. We probably won't do because we tend to fluctuate more like with farming costs. Um, but could that change? I mean, anything's possible right now, so we'll see. But yes, the demand is insanely high. Um, and we've had people reach out that are even just like in like the nearby towns because they're like wanting to use it for gardens and just other options that they've never considered before. But mm. um, yeah, the demand is is high. So that's it's been good. It's just um, like also trying to remain like a reasonable price because we're not trying to like gouge people out of the product that they need. So we haven't changed a ton. It's just a lot more people reaching out and trying to get it. And there's only so much poop out there. <laughs> so we can only, we only have what the birds are making. So it's, it's very interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. And yeah, I've heard so many people, I mean, it's a great way. Like it's a great thing to be able to use. So that's, mm -hmm like a very economical and like good for the environment or, <laughs> I mean, you know, like it's a very, it's a very natural way to get that stuff back on the ground. So yeah, anyway. it's good. We, we also have a friend who like does compost and again, like that, oh, okay. that, that demand is super high right now too, just because yeah. again, like lower costs and you're still getting a lot of nutrients. So it, it's very interesting. I'll be, We'll see what happens, I guess, if these prices like level out more so or come back to a more reasonable number for like the anhydrous and, and things like that. But right now it's, we'll see. Yeah. Yep. So um, this is kind of reiterating the whole demand issue. Um, it's happening all over. It's not just in agriculture. Um, it's the main reason for the prices um, to increase. Um, it's not just, like I said, it's not just us. It's not just agriculture. It's um, mm -hmm. 
everything, which a lot stems from agriculture. I mean, your food on your grocery store shelves, I mean, all of that stems from agriculture and your products and, you know, all of this stuff that you need. And it's just a high demand and there's little supply and that always drives prices up. Um, there again, it's hard to find fertilizer, chemicals, seed, parts for mm-hmm. machinery or really anything. Um, your cars, I mean, it's hard to find vehicles right now. Um, labor, yeah. people, people are, you know, it's, it's hard to find labor, um, anything. And so I guess the wait time or availability, that's a serious problem. Like you said, you guys ordered June second last year and Mm -hmm. now it's just getting done um it doesn't look like it's gonna be getting any better in the near future but time will tell so yeah it's yeah like on your guys's side like have you been obviously the manure side but what else are you really in demand for yeah the manure has been like high demand and then like there's just a short supply um it's the same thing for eggs right now um we are in like a contract for our eggs so we're not seeing any of these changes but i mean if you've been to the grocery store lately you know there's just less eggs because bird flu came through um and it created this massive shortage of eggs Uh, and drove up the prices significantly. Um, And those prices are probably just going to stay high because we're just so far behind. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the egg industry is really far behind and going to struggle for a while to catch up. Um, And because of that, like it's, these contracts are are very valuable to both the people like us and then like also to the people like buying the eggs from us so that they um, can have this fixed cost and not have to worry about all these changes. So yeah, that's been interesting, but obviously it affects people. I mean, the supply and demand side of it is wild right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I would say is like grain demand, like prices are soaring too, at least thankfully. I think this is the only thing keeping a lot of farmers going is that prices for corn and beans are, are high right now. Um, yes. will they stay high? Should we be locking in these prices? Um, again, only time will tell. But as of right now, if the input costs are going to keep rising, like these, like our end price has to keep rising as well, just to support what's going on in the world. So we'll see. Yeah. I think, it, again, I think it's going to lead to a lot higher grocery bills uh, for the long term. So we should just be prepared for that. Yes, that hits exactly what I was going to say. Like, it just, yeah, there's those input costs really with having, like, we have to have the high commodity prices right now, like that and our input prices being high, we're really not making any more money than Mm -hmm. we really have. Like people, I don't think understand that because our costs are going up just like everything else. So when you see that higher grocery bill in, you know, in your town, like we're not pocketing that. That is not, (laughs) that's not coming to our pockets. That's not how it's working. It's just kind of, you know, it's, that's just how everything works. And yeah, I don't know if commodity prices will stay high like this. Um, Nobody really knows. I don't know when it'll start going back down or if it is here to stay for a while. Guessing game, but I guess to stay in the game, you got to pay your costs and hope for a good crop. 
So yeah. Yeah. I think we wanted to finish up with like some advice because this can be like a very heavy topic and it can seem like we're complaining or like we are um, just looking at the negative side of things. But I think we're just being realistic and wanting to share like some of our feelings and experiences with it. So for like our day-to-day advice, we would say just remain positive. We know it can be very hard right now with everything changing um, and just a lot going on in the world, obviously. Um, And so take care of yourself. Um, Take a step back if you need to. Um, Reach out to people around you. Get the support that you need. Um, And then when it comes to all the topics that we talked through, control what you can control. There are some things you can lock in and make uh, like more permanent. Um, but don't try to take on everything. It's, it's impossible. So just do what you can and yeah, stay positive and we'll, we'll just get through this together. Yes. It's been a crazy year and it'll probably just get crazier, but we can do it. Yes. (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us today, guys. See y'all later. Please subscribe to our podcast, The Good Life Farm Wives, and for more of our day-to-day activities, follow us on Instagram. And let us know if you like our podcast by writing a review. Bye, everyone.